All right, dude, I'm taking a crack at this thing. I want to see what you can do with this episode. Maybe we do a bunch of jump cuts with it so it sort of speeds it up and give it like a cool vibe, like almost like a like a jump cutty radio vibe or something like that. Or maybe you leave it the same way. Maybe we just treat it like an episode, like start with a cool clip from somewhere in the middle of it and let it play out. I have no idea if this thing that I'm about to do is five minutes, <clears throat> 15 minutes, or 55 minutes. I have an outline. I'm going to go through it. I'm going to treat it as if I'm just talking to someone. I know that's wild. Looking for my glass. Wild concept. Just me talking to someone. That's what I do all day. Now I'm going to start just recording it. All right. So I'm just going to be referencing this outline that I've got. All right. In this video, I want to talk about maximizing impact with minimal effort. Isn't that what we're always looking for with like the cheat codes for life? We're always looking for life hacks. Um, this is a life hack. It's not really a life hack. It's understanding this concept called the 80-20 rule. It's also known as the Pareto principle because of the guy who sort of first observed it. So first, the idea is I want you to understand the 80-20 rule and how it can change, help your work environment, your home life, and everything in between. How you exercise, how you do yard work, how you do your job, how you ration your time, which is your most valuable asset. And you're going to do it with this tool called the 80-20 rule. Once I saw how the 80-20 rule applied to my life, I was able to oh, it's hard to put an exact number on it. I'm going to say I'm going to 10x my productivity, but I was able to feel maybe this is it. I was able to feel better about saying no to the things that did not help move the needle. So this is more of a paradigm and a concept that when you understand it, does feel like a cheat code. Uh, but really, it's just a, it's, it's, it's a, a nugget of insight that leads to understanding that helps you make better decisions with your most valuable asset, your time. And again, it's called the 80-20 rule, also known as the Pareto Principle. It's called the Pareto Principle because it was originally observed by this guy, Vilfredo Pareto. I know, it rhymes. He noted that 80% of Italy's wealth belonged to about 20% of the population, 80-20 rule. And then he started doing the math and figuring out that this principle, this ratio of 80-20 applied across a bunch of different spectrums, not just wealth holding in a country where I think it's applicable to people like you and to me is in budgeting our time or our effort, the things we say yes and say no to. So this really is a universal principle. It's nice to know, but it's need to know once you figure out how to begin applying it. So let's figure that out. In terms of healthcare, maybe with physical therapists, it would be able to be applied to say 20% of our interventions actually bring 80% of our results. And I'm no math guy, but that leaves exactly the opposite left over, which means that 80% of our efforts, 80% of our exercise or our interventions only bring about 20% of our results. Now, if you're still with me, that this is a principle that can be applied across not just wealth, but in terms of time and effort and results, we wind up chase chasing the shiny object, the big shiny thing at the moment. We wind up chasing the 80% of the things that we do 
that only bring about 20% of our results. So the idea is, can we identify the 20% of the things that we do that bring, bring about the 80% of the results? Because once you do this, you can focus more of your time on those 20% things and you can feel good about saying no to the things that don't bring about the results, that don't move the needle, that, that the lever that you're pulling isn't actually getting the results downstream. What I think you need to do is identify what tasks or inputs are most productive. This is where the data nerds out there can get data nerdy. You need to identify what things in your life, what things in your practice, what things in your business, what things in your exercise routine are, giving, are, are amongst the 20% that give you the 80% results. And I say double, triple, quadruple or more down on those things. So you're doing the high return on investment operations, the high return on investment exercises, the high return on investment interventions. And again, this principle is universally applied across all domains. Could you identify which patients or treatments or tasks yield the best outcomes? Can you figure out how to spend, how to best spend 20% of your financial resources that actually wind up getting you 80% of your results. I think you can, and I think you need to. And I know this goes into a, a psychological feeling, an emotional need. The busier we are, the better we are. Talk to anybody, especially around the end of a year. Oh, just so busy. You know, once it gets past the holidays, I'll really be able to uh, to devote more time and effort. That never actually comes. Someday is code for never. So I'm asking you to do an audit of the things that you do. On the left side of the audit are the things that, did, that you do. Financially, work-wise, life, exercise, anything that you do. And on the right, the outcomes. How much you get out of it. Not all of it going to be strictly financial or productivity or output. Some of those things are going to be emotional. Well, I notice when I spend 5% more time doing the activities I love with my family, I get so much more. Then that is something you need to invest on. But remember, every time you say yes to doing something, you have to be saying no to doing something else. 80-20 principle. This goes into time management. You only have a finite amount of time each week. You can use the 80-20 rule and apply it to manage your schedule. Why are you doing the things that are not bringing you the results that you want? Could you have those tasks completed by someone else? Could you automate something so you can do the 20% that maybe only you can do in your organization that helps to yield the 80% results. The 80-20 rule helped me not only with time management, not only with task delegation, but also, big picture, goal setting. Again, it feels really, really safe and warm and fuzzy to feel busy. Look how busy I am. Look how jam-packed my schedule is. Eventually, there's an inverse proportion the busier you are, the more stuff going on, the less effective you are at doing 
those things. So what can you get rid of? This is also known as addition by subtraction. You're adding to your output. You're adding to your happiness. You're adding to your bottom line. Whatever is important to you, you're adding to it by actually doing less. But it's the right less. Get rid of the part of the 80% of the thing that you're doing that's only bringing 20% of your results. I want you to focus on that 20% of your tasks, 20% of the things that are bringing you the opposite, the 80% results in your business, in your personal life, in your education, in your personal health. The 80-20 rule is a great starting point because it works in the micro and the macro. So when I applied this to time management, my schedule got a little bit lighter, but I'm doing less. It doesn't feel good. I was doing less, but I was doing the remainder was the right less. When I set goals, setting 15 goals was too much. Setting 15 goals, I'm not actually really hitting any of them. I'm, I'm not multitasking. I was multi-doing. So when I figured out the right goals, the right milestones that will put me where I want to be in three or five or 10 years, it was easier to see when I applied the 80-20 rule, which ones were nice to have that I could ignore and which ones were need to have, which ones I had to do. A good exercise for this is write down 10 goals that you have personally, professionally, write down 10 of them. Once you hit 10, I want you to cross off seven of them. Cross them out. But I wanted the 10. Doesn't matter. Cross out seven. The three you have remaining, stare at them, study them, really take stock in them. Pay attention to those three that remaining out of, remain out of the 10. Of those three, I want you to circle one. Just one goal. Sometimes I call it a BHAG. Big, hairy, audacious goal. What's the goal? What's your North Star? From 10 down to three, now you've circled one. Here's the rule. You've got to work on the one that you circled until it is complete. This is where I was very, very guilty. I would just try to work on all 10 simultaneously like the guy at the circus who spins plates and keeps moving from plate to plate to plate, just hoping they don't crash. Not effective, but I felt good. I felt busy. That's me focusing on the 80%, and then I'm sort of getting 20% result. By applying this principle, I was able to flip that over. And a good tangible exercise, write down 10, cross out seven of the three that remain, circle one. That one left is the one you have to work on to completion. Before you, met, before you move on to the next one. Are you multitasking or are you multi-doing? There are studies that over and over prove that we are actually not great at multitasking at all. We can do a whole lot of things at the same time, but we're not doing any of them particularly well. And the 80-20 rule allows you to focus on the things that are of biggest impact. For every one thing in the 20%, you're able to maximize the return on investment. And that is in accordance to your time, your effort, your money. And those things are finite.
I want to understand if this type of episode, this type of short episode is something you get value from. If it is, drop a comment below. If it is, hit us with a DM on social media at PT Pinecast. If you have questions about it or want to have a conversation about it, hit me with a message. This, to me, was one of the biggest game changers, which is sort of a phrase that gets overused a lot, but it's more of a mindset. It's something I apply across decisions that I make with my time, my effort, and my money. The 80-20 rule applies and is very useful in learning what to say yes to and also in my life learning what to say no to, which I don't know if I ever learned a lesson on how to say no or when to say no to something. I did hear a great talk a few years ago and the bottom line was if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. But when someone asks or you're given an opportunity, people also always also say, well, just say yes, figure it out later. I, I, I can go back and forth with these things, but when I look at decisions and how to make them, I get better results when I apply the 80-20 rule to decision-making. This is a simple concept. This is not easy. I'm going to say that again. This is a simple concept, but not easy. It gets easier the more often you do it, like most things in life. That's why I started this by saying this feels like a life hack. It feels like a shortcut. It's not, but like anything else, this is learning a skill of what to say yes to, what to say no to when to say yes, when to say no, and applying the 80-20 rule to time, effort, and money is a really, really great way to be able to uh, get to a, a right decision, not necessarily the right decision, but a right decision for you. And it's going to be different for everybody. What is right or good for me is not going to be right or good for you. So the 80-20 rule, I want to thank Vilfredo Pareto of Italy for introducing this concept to not only uh, personal wealth in Italy, but seeing that this 80-20 ratio applies across a lot of paradigms, your time, your effort, and your money. Let me know if this was helpful. I did that whole thing and the camera came out. Awesome. Fucking kidding me. I mean, I guess I could just be pissed off, Drew, and just say I'll do it later, but I won't. Fuck. I got to do that whole thing again? All right, fuck it. I'll do the whole thing again. Just give me a second to re-rack. Fuck.